This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hey, so on today's episode of Entrepreneurs Get Visible, I'm joined by Josh Hainham from Interact, which is an incredible quiz system, which if any of you have been following my work recently, you'll know that I have embraced the world of quizzes. And it was as a result of one of my quizzes that Josh reached out to me to say, I'd love to talk to you on his podcast. And then we met. And so I thought actually it'd be really useful for you guys to hear a little bit about how quizzes can really help build your business. So welcome to the show, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So just to give a bit of context, talk a little bit about your background towards creating Interact. Yeah, so it's a long story. It started really when I was about 15 years old. That was when I started my very first company in which I mowed lawns and installed sprinkler systems and all sorts of fun things like that. Very heavy manual labor in the hot sun. Where I grew up, it was extremely hot in the summer. It was almost a desert climate. And I would sell jobs door to door and on Craigslist you know, different classified postings and get paid terrible amounts of money for it, terribly small. And I loved it because I could work for myself. I had control over the quality of the service and the way that we interacted with clients and made them feel special and attended to, even if we were just mowing a lawn. And that's really what got me hooked. And from that point, I've started a handful of companies um, throughout my life. I've never actually held a formal job. And I'm about six years out of college now. So it's been quite a long journey. Interact itself started nearly a decade ago. And it started out of basically being an agency. Myself and my co-founder, we would build websites for people and advise them on marketing and building up their email list and things like that. And we took that. We stumbled across the idea of using a quiz to build up a list. And one thing led to another very slowly. And it built up <laughs> in into, a 10-year period. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, quickly built over 10 years. So sometimes I almost forget just how crazy it was. I was chatting with a friend who has just recently started his company the other day. And he was just asking me about the early days. And I had forgotten all the hard times, years and years of just a handful of clients on our platform and barely scraping by, not really making much money at all. But we believed in what we were doing and we stuck to it. And thankfully, it's paid off uh, to where it is today. So now you have, I read that you've got 150,000 entrepreneurs who are using your quiz site. That's quite a journey though, isn't it? Over 10 years. What would you say has been your biggest lesson there? Yeah, it's had lots of ups and downs, lots of false starts in which it seemed like things were going to go somewhere and not. I think my biggest lesson, and I kind of reflect this in a lot of areas of my life and the way that I form my habits and things is really just that patience and persistence can pretty much get you through anything. Mm. And if you're willing to put in those two things, everything else will eventually work itself out. 
I think the question is like how much you're willing to sacrifice other things like mm. making a salary or comfort, all those types of things had to Social be life. <laughs> Social life, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it's it's really real trade-offs in terms of how much you want to put in. But I've also realized more recently in reflecting on the last 10 years that you can... Part of patience and persistence is, is resetting and having time to rest and recover and lean into not doing things. And so I think that's probably my biggest lesson over time is that patience and persistence doesn't have to look like going 110% all the time. You can really balance things out. It'll take longer, but you won't. You'll be healthier. You won't reach burnout. Yeah, absolutely. So for people who perhaps haven't used a quiz, why would they consider that? Yeah, so it's really, I mean, the quiz is the term and it's almost like, uh, I don't have a positive analogy for this, but when they say it's like the symptom versus the disease, the quiz is the disease. That's, uh, or no, the, the quiz, quiz is, is the, the symptom. Yeah, <laughs> quiz is not the disease. Quizzes are not diseases. No, quiz is the symptom. Uh, and that's like the high level term for what it is. But the actual underlying thing that you're doing is just connecting with people on a more personal and human level. So you're asking questions about who they are and what their interests are. And then based on that, you're able to then tell them, you know, here's the right course or here's the right product or here's the right service, or maybe here's the right blog post or podcast to listen to based on your answers to the quiz. So it's really about creating a human connection between you and all of your potential customers at scale. Because as many people as you want can take your quiz, you ask them questions, and then you tell them, you know, this is the right path for you, or the right thing to listen to, the right product for you. What I found, because I only started using quiz less than less than two months ago, is how much easier with the right quiz it was to get people to sign up and give me their email address than having a lead magnet, a standard lead magnet that's a PDF or a checklist. I had astonishing numbers in the first few days to sign up to my, my quiz. Why do you think that is? I think that it's just a more natural segue, right? So if you've started a conversation in the quiz and people have answered your questions, you've been able to ask good questions and really get to know them in a way, then the opt-in that comes at the end of the quiz Mm. is basically just, let's continue this conversation. Maybe we don't have time right now. We all have things to do. Mm. But there is more where this came from. And I can offer you personalized recommendations from this point forward based on what I already know of you because you've answered these questions. So that offer is really much more compelling than something that is just broad and it says, enter your email to download this ebook or this guide. And the other thing too is that that offer applies to them as who they are, whereas an ebook, you kind of have to guess. So maybe within your potential customers, you, you serve five different needs. Your ebook can serve one of those needs, but the quiz can serve all five because you're mm-hmm. able to filter people out based on what they really care about. One of the things that I love about your platform is that you have some very simple structure and templates that you can use and then tailor to your own. And although you have to come up with your own questions, it's very clearly laid out. And for me, one of the biggest perks was how easily it connected with, with other APIs. So Active Campaign is my CRM system of preference. And I was, we, we spoke about this on your show, I was able to 
by asking insightful questions about other elements of my business I know I want to bring in later on, I could find out so much information about people at that point of potentially their very first contact with me. I could find out, do they have a podcast? Have they ever been a guest on a podcast? I could find out if they're an author, if they're a professional paid speaker. And that for me is worth, you know, it's gold dust because then when I've got other offers that are going out, I can speak to people in a whole different way. How complex was it for you to, to well, not only have those connections with the APIs, but to, to be able to have such detailed drilling down for the user? In terms of building the platform, you mean? Very complicated. It's this massive structure that powers that on our end in order to be able to... So basically... The, what you can do is any question or any outcome of the quiz, you can tag people in any system. And we have native integrations with 17 or 18 different email marketing or CRM providers. So it makes it really easy to do personalization. And you're also, you have permission to use that data as opposed to, you know, there's lots of conversations about data right now. And you're not just filling in some data set that you purchased or that is from Facebook. People actively told you these things. And so that makes it way more powerful and valuable. But on our end, yeah, it's it's an entire system that took five years to probably really perfect. It's gone through different iterations and different rebuilds in order for that to work where we're actually able to connect up. You know, somebody answers a question and in whatever system you use, you can then tag, filter, segment based on how they answered that question. So it's really powerful, but it took a very, very long time to build. But certainly from a user perspective, it was incredibly easy. When I think that the hours that would have gone into creating a freebie, a download, an ebook, something like that, whereas I could rock off at your system and within two hours, I got a very complex 10-question well-segmented quiz as a result. And what I like about it is that it's pretty interactive and fun for people. And I think that's really key. So talk through then, when would be the right time to use a quiz? What would be the right stage for an entrepreneur to decide to use that? Yeah. So especially with moving everything online, a lot of people are trying to you know take what they know online and sell it as a course or mm. a membership site or you know, they want to create products and sell those online. So when you do that, right, now you're creating for yourself this online storefront. And we used to actually have storefronts in the world, the right? Days. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to start a business, you'd try to find a place that had lots of foot traffic and you'd put up a storefront. And then you as the owner would sit in the store. And as people would, you know, filter in because they're curious, they would come in and you know, they might have questions for you or more likely actually you'd start asking them questions like, why'd you come in today? What are you looking for? What are you trying to, you know, solve by coming into my shop? Like, what are you trying to learn? Et cetera, et cetera. So that's you as the store owner sitting behind the desk. So now if you imagine that the, what used to be a physical storefront is now your website, you can do the same thing with a quiz. So instead of you sitting behind the desk in your physical store, you are sitting behind the quiz on your website store. And people take that quiz and you're asking them the same questions that you would ask them if you actually owned a store and people were randomly filtering in and checking you out. And so you can create this immediate personal connection with every person who happens to stop into your internet 
website store. And that is how we recommend using it is putting it literally front and center, presenting it basically as I'm here to help. What can I help you with? I think as well, if you get the quiz right and you make it quirky and enjoyable, people want to share that. So it's not just about being on your website. It's a powerful post. So I've done this and people want to kind of pass that on. So do you see a lot of that happening? Yeah, that's the crazy thing, right? So you imagine a lead magnet, maybe somebody shares the ebook with a friend or they forward it because they find it interesting. We have seen lead generation quizzes that are designed for list building literally go viral. So Hmm. now you have a million plus people going through your quiz to the point where some people have had to actually shut them down because they're like, we can't handle all the people coming onto our system. Like it's breaking, which is just absolutely crazy to think about the fact that what is meant to be helping you is actually so helpful to other people to the point where they'd be sharing it so much that it breaks your website. (laughs) Yeah, you don't recommend that though for Interact. But that's the thing. And I know people who, after years of slugging their guts out, trying to build their list, create a good quiz. And you do have to get the quiz questions right, which we'll come to in a moment. But within within a couple of weeks of having a really good quiz out there, have grown their list by 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, when before those numbers just weren't achievable. So I'm definitely in my circles, not only seeing my, my own success with it, but I'm hearing it from other people as well. So how do you make sure you get your questions right? Because that's the challenging thing. Not like you can create the bespoke quiz for us. How do you get started with that? Yeah, and it is challenging and it's a difficult thing to wrap your mind around because you're really trying to do something that connects with a lot of people, but you also want it to be personal, but you don't want to rule people out by asking questions that are too specific. So it really can become a mind trap very quickly to think about what kinds of questions should you ask. The thing that I recommend doing is actually... And depending on what type of person you are, like introversion, extroversion scale kind of thing, if you're more extroverted and you often work things out by talking to people, I would recommend actually doing a mock interview with a friend or a potential client if they're willing to do it and have them sit down and role play. Act like they actually did come into your shop. And it's kind of fun. You get to act like... You own a physical store like we're back in the you know the old old times, right? And say like you just walked into my store and have the person who who you're role playing with not say anything. So then it's on you to start asking the questions. And imagine you're trying to sell your products. How would you start that conversation? What would you ask them? So you might start with like, what brings you in today? And they might answer. And then you'd say, okay, like, what are you trying to solve? What problems do you have? You know, what are you interested in? Are there specific areas of what I offer that you're interested in? And do that and take note of the questions that you ask. And then from there, you'll have a rough first draft. You'll need to modify them because, you know, depending on how the the questions come out, you might need to broaden some, you might need to narrow them down, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it's really helpful to actually go through the practice of doing that. And it will work so much better if you start with 
a real human interaction than if you try to somehow reverse engineer this and think about it from like, how do I make sure I hit all the important parts of asking questions? Because that's just an endless rabbit hole that you will never figure out, speaking from personal experience. So I think it's best if you actually just do it once and then write down, see what comes out. I created mine. And then before I I let it kind of go public, I sent it to about 10 different friends, uh, all of which are entrepreneurs. So they potentially be my ideal client or a version of my ideal client and got some really good feedback about how the tweaks that I could make and uh, make it more chatty, more like it was coming from me, which felt good. But also, like you say, those questions don't need to be terribly deep because you don't need to throw everything at the user because that's what your nurture sequence is for. That's what the automation that comes after once they've opted in. That's where you then tell them more about you and what your products and services are. So for someone who is thinking then that they'd like, they'd like a piece of this pie, they're ready to start building their list, what are the first steps they need to take to get their quiz created? Yeah. So I think the first step is actually to, to do the offline work. So think about what it is that you'd ask people in order to recommend the right products and services. Think about you know the different types of customers that come into you and how that might correlate to the offerings that you have. Think about all these things and you don't even need to jump into any system to do any of that. You can do it in a doc or write it down on paper or whatever you want to do. I think that's really the first step is to start thinking about what is it that I want to ask people in order to get to know them better so that I can better offer up my products and services? The thing that's amazing about that is even if you don't do a quiz, just going through that thought exercise will help you with lots of things in your business mm-hmm. in order to get really clear on you know who it is you're trying to serve and what it is you can do for them. So that's definitely where I would recommend starting. Excellent advice. And I'm going to make sure that in the show notes, there are my two quizzes that I have with Interact at the moment. One is about, is podcasting right for your business? And also, is your business visible enough to survive or thrive? Which is the one that had hundreds, hundreds, and I think it's over a thousand. And I actually only had it live for about a week because then I was going into a launch. And so that now is rolling out again across lots of Facebook ads because it was so effective in such a short space of time. So go check those out in the show notes. So um, Josh, you have a podcast as well. Tell everyone a bit about your show and where they can come find you. Yeah. So we have a pretty recent podcast with Interact where we just interview folks like yourself who have started their own online businesses. And we just love to hear their stories and how they got to where they are and advice that they have for other folks that are trying to go on that same journey. So that's online on our website. You can click this podcast link. And yeah, that's been really eye-opening for me because you know I have my own story, my own journey, but it's just so fascinating to hear other people's stories of how they got to where they are. And I just find that endlessly interesting. So well, that's it's never a straight out. line, is it? There's always just, you know, people no. taking detours and yeah, it's mm. fascinating. I love, I love the whole podcast space because you just hear the most interesting stories and, you know, the vulnerability of the ups and downs of building a business. Yeah, it's never what you'd expect. No. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Josh. And guys, I really do recommend Interact. So head over to interact.com and find out all about how to build your own quiz to get more people on your list and get much more visible. That's it for today. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.